Proactive Athletes is the premier place that empowers student athletes to overcome the challenges of college sports recruitment. Their unparalleled expertise and influential network will guide you towards realizing your fullest potential. At Proactive Athletes, they understand that each student athlete is unique, facing their own set of obstacles. That's why their dedicated team takes the time to comprehend your individual needs, providing a comprehensive hands-on approach tailored to your success. With their personalized attention and unwavering support, they ensure your satisfaction every step of the way. Through their vast network, they have successfully connected with over 2.3 million coaches, giving your child's profile the exposure it deserves. In fact, their student-athletes' profiles have been viewed by an astounding 716,000 coaches, solidifying their reputation as the go-to platform for recruitment. What sets them apart is their data-driven approach, allowing them to make informed decisions that result in better outcomes for their student-athletes. By harnessing the power of data, they maximize your child's chances of success as they embark on the next chapter of their athletic journey. Join the ranks of proactive athletes and unlock your true potential. Let them amplify your talent, connect you with coaches that want you but may not have known about you, and pave the way for your future success. Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. I say this all the time that, you know, for athletes, the toughest part isn't, uh, it isn't losing, it isn't, uh, you know, the, the not hearing the crowd anymore. Um, it is, is being a former athlete. That's the toughest part. It's intercepted. Picked up by Alex Molden. Welcome to the Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm a former NFL veteran, and now I'm a leadership and personal development speaker and coach. In this podcast, you will hear inspirational and humorous stories from leaders of all walks of life, from current and former professional athletes, coaches, authors, experts, executives, and successful business owners. Discover how these leaders not only overcame obstacles, but also learned core principles that led to their success when leading others. Thank you once again for tuning in for another episode of The Shark Effect. Um, very grateful for all the listeners all over the planet. I never thought that I would have people in China or New Zealand listening to me, listening to me and my guests, but it's happening, and I'm very thankful. Um, I want to make sure that you guys know that my book, The Ultimate Playbook for High Achievement, is on sale. It's not, I mean, it's... Yes, it is at Amazon, but if you want to grab yourself an autographed copy, you can go to yourultimateplaybook.com and grab yourself a copy. It's 20 bucks plus, I think it's $4 for shipping, shipping and handling. I um, want to make sure we get that out there to you. Okay? All right. Let's have a listen to our next episode. So my guest this week on The Shark Effect is a good friend of mine. His name is Jeff Eberhardt, and he's the vice president of the Northwest Region of Athletes to Careers. So what he does, he's a career coach, and he specializes, specializes in helping athletes transition from their environment, right, being a student athlete, to now finding that career. 
and he's dedicated to helping these athletes make that transition. And so we had a very interesting talk. Um, there's going to be some 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 fruit that comes out of this from all of my listeners, uh, especially my athletes. And I, I really think that that he's doing something that he's very passionate about, and he has a terrific story. So I can't wait to get you guys feedback. Remember, if you like it, please subscribe, rate, give me a review, and then also share it. Okay? All right, here we go. So Jeff, man, hey, tell my listeners a little bit about you, because I, you know, they've they've heard a little bit, but can you give like a like a brief a brief um, uh, overview of of what you're doing now? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I uh, I went to University of Oregon. Went to actually walk on and play baseball, uh, but they cut the program a few years before, and I had no idea. <laughs> so I ended up playing club baseball there, and. Um, ended up staying and working at the athletic department for almost 20 years. And in my time there, um, you know, I worked for all the different sports. And uh, when I moved to fundraising, um, I became very involved with the former athletes and helping them not only stay connected, but finding that it was really a difficult transition. Um, when you go from being an athlete to being a former athlete. You know, I say this all the time that, you know, for athletes, the toughest part isn't uh, it isn't losing, it isn't uh, you know the, the not hearing the crowd anymore. Um, it is is being a former athlete. That's the toughest part. And so um, about two years ago, athletes to careers reached out to me, and uh, it's it's been wonderful. So I left the U of O. It's been about six years ago now. Um, but I still kind of helped voluntarily helped athletes with their transitions. And so what Athletes to Careers does is we partner with um, lots of over 100 companies that want to hire former collegiate athletes because of all the attributes that they have. That's who they want to hire. That's who they want on their staffs. And so what we do is we go out and we talk to, to athletes from all across the country, from NAIA all the way up to Division One. And uh, we're talking to them about, you know, that transition and and trying to connect them with these employers that want to hire them. And if for some reason they're uh, wanting to get into an industry that uh, we don't have any clients for, then I'm connecting them with other former athletes that are in that industry so that they can make that, that connection and network with them and make some more connections so that uh, they're getting some guidance. Man, that is that is so cool, and I think it's very important for you know these athletes to understand. Like, man, when you're doing something at a high level, and it doesn't matter if you're a Division three, two, or Division one athlete, you've been doing something for a very long time. But I found it like it's um, hard to like. How do you how do you take those attributes that what you've been watching film and playing together on a team, how do you start to like put those same, those words, how do you put that into um, like a resume? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. like, cause that was so difficult for me and to have like, you know, what you're doing now, I think is, is super important. So let me ask you like, like what are some of the, the, um, the toughest things that you've seen over, you know, the past couple of years is like, man, is these athletes 
what are the, what are the tough times that they're having transitioning from being like you said being a former athlete to now they're in the the real world yeah. what are some of the tough transitions that that they they they're having and how can you kind of um you know what have you learned that you can help give these these athletes? I have a lot of athletes that that listen to my podcast, mm-hmm. sure. um, who are tr- trying to tr- to transition. Sure. So I'm looking for like how can you help them transition from their sport, no matter what it is, no what it is. to a, another career. Yeah, you know, uh, I'll I'll give a, a brief summary uh, for those that aren't athletes, so that they kind of understand what an athlete go through goes through and. I, I use an example of like, let's say, since you were three years old, you always wanted to be a doctor. And you started watching medical shows. And you started going to, to actual surgeries from the time you were young all the way up into high school. And you got really good to the point where you started, you started doing some surgeries yourself in high school to the point where schools like John Hopkins and some of these great medical schools wanted you to come and do surgeries for them. And so you go and you, you do John Hop and people from all over the, the country are coming to watch you perform these surgeries. And, and sometimes you're sitting back and watching other people perform and you're hoping to get into your chance to perform these surgeries. And that's all you've been doing since you were three years old is wanting to be a doctor. And then at that point, there's one more. You can either go to this, this, this hospital that is the, the best in the world or now you're done and some people go to that best hospital and now they're done and there's no other hospital that they can go to it's over and so you're lost because you can't be a doctor anymore and that's all you've been Mm -hmm. doing since you were three years old and so when you put it like that it kind of gives a little more perspective to it athletes we've been doing that since we were so young we were trained in so many different ways to be the best and now it's over and so I I run across so many athletes that don't know what to do if it's not in sports and so what I do is I like to educate them and you know there are some opportunities within sports but they're very popular and lots of people go for them and, and truthfully they don't pay very well and you don't realize that until you start trying to get into those and so what I try to do is educate athletes on those attributes that you were talking about and how those translate over into business because you know another thing is when you're doing those sports a lot of times you don't have time to go and do these internships and so you you finish and it's like all I have on my resume is my sport well and what I tell them is that's great because that was your job that was your job while you were in school you were work. You were doing a full load, and you're spending 35 plus hours a week watching film, going to practice, weight training, uh, you know, all uh, traveling, going to games, practices, all of those things on top of a full class load. Right there, that shows you have amazing time management skills, because you can't perform at that level and still stay eligible without having amazing time management skills. But what your sport does for you is it gives you all those attributes that hiring managers want. They want leaders. They want people that are very competitive. They want people with great work ethics. People that can fight through adversity, which that's, you know, when we talk as athletes, a lot of that just comes second nature to us now. 
um, a lot of people don't have those attributes. You know, some adversity comes up and they fall apart. As an athlete, we know, okay, let's, what, let's figure out how do we get past this, how do we learn from it, how do we get better from it. That's what hiring managers want. So it's, you, put, you give specific examples of how you did that in your sport because that's hiring managers like specific examples. They like to hear the situations, the examples, what you did and what the results were because they like results too. So if you're a team yeah. captain, you talk about a situation that you handled and the result of it because of how you handled it. That shows how you're going to be for them in their company. Uh, I think I told you, my, my wife's a speaker as well, and she says all the time, how you do anything is how you do everything. How you were on the field, because I, I talk with athletes that, are, that were just so much confidence on the field, on the court, in the pool, but when they're done, their confidence just took a, just, you know, went, took a dive. And when you talk to them about, hey, those same attributes you brought in sport, translate over perfectly to the to the working world you can see their confidence build a little bit and then when you start giving them examples like that um, they, they start to see it a little more and that's hiring managers want that they want somebody that's coachable but also is a self-starter I mean and that's an athlete I love that somebody who's coachable because that was one of the biggest things I know for me mm -hmm is in in at every level there was always like some somebody who was had more talent than me was bigger faster stronger but i knew how to take coaching mm -hmm. i i know how to take like hey alex that's not the right way you're doing it wrong try it this way and there's different coaches and they communicate differently someone was yelling <laughs> right right <laughs> someone was like hey give me different examples Someone would talk to me, put their put their arm around me, create a relationship, and then I would be able to get that, get that information and put it out there. But being coachable, confidence. This is one of the things that I, I, I speak on and I coach on is confidence. And I know I coach on it's the little things. Mm -hmm. I did not I was not very confident when I started this podcast. Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> Seven was that 79 episodes, 79 weeks ago. Right. I was not very confident. I was not very confident as a football player, but it took little steps, little building blocks. And I'm, I'm interested to hear you know, what you said. Like, how do those athletes, what type of steps do they take to get that same confidence they had in their sport and translate that over to the new beginnings of a career? Yeah. You got any insights on that? Well, a lot of it is it's the same thing in athletics. It's practice. You know? Practice. It's, it's practice. Uh, you know, when you go in for those interviews, I've never done an interview before. I'm nervous. Practice just like you would for a game. You get in front of a mirror. You talk in front of a mirror. You record yourself. And you listen to yourself. How, do I, how did I sound there? And, and you do it over and over until you're confident when you go in. And, and also go in knowing that, hey, every interview I take, I'm going to get better. Even if I screw up, and I'm sure you've experienced this with your podcast. If you listen to your first one compared to, to, to the ones you're doing now, I'm sure they've improved greatly. 
And it's the same thing with your interviews. And that's why sometimes I'll have athletes go on interviews that haven't done it before just to get that experience. Just, you know, hey, if you're interested in the job, let's, let's do it and get that practice because it's going to help you down the road for all the interviews that you do. You know, and it's, it's funny that you said that you didn't have confidence. Uh, you played in front of how many people? Thousands and thousands of people you played in front of. And so it's just a kind of a reminder, hey, if you can go do that, you can do this. Mm, I love that. And here's, here's a, something, you know, you was talking. And I remember going on an interview because I used to work at Nike for a number of years, 12, 13 years. And I was a trainer. And I ended up applying for this position that I had no, you know, no reason. It was a, a product line manager for, for footwear. But there was so many people that, Alex, you need to go. It's for athletics footwear. You should try. You should go. You should apply for it. Yeah, your background and all this. And so I went there, and I, I had some 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 people that were close to me that was like, "Hey, let's go, let's go a mock interview." Because the last time I went on an interview, it was it was at the combine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So about football, right? Right. And so I went on this interview, and. Um, it was a mock one, but they treated it like it was a real. They they came yeah. dressed and everything. They told me to do this exact same thing: come dressed, dressed for you know, dressed to impress. Yeah, yeah. And so I did. Then I went in there and I was and I studied. I tried to do all my stuff, and I came in there and I was, I was stiff. Mm-hmm. I was stiff, and mm-hmm. because they've known me, they were my clients in terms of like training. I was training them, and so they said, Alex. You're not being yourself. You're trying to be something different than who you are. Your character has changed. So the reason, if you're going to get this job or anything else in life, you need to take those things, those qualities of you that makes you you, and use it. Don't try to be anybody else. And I went on that job interview, and I came in there, and I said, hey, look here. I haven't had a job interview in over a decade. Uh, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to tell you guys that right now. <laughs> but, you know, so I was me, and I came in yeah. and I'm like, look, I'm gonna, I might blow this, you know, yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm, but I'm going to be me. And it was so refreshing. Yeah. I, I felt good. They felt good. They got a chance. I didn't get the job. But, you know, it was one of the best interviews that I've, I, 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 I had. Yeah. yeah. But it was talking like, man, I was just being myself. And I think... I know the the younger me, mm-hmm. if I would have did that, I would have tried to be somebody different. Right. Does that happen with, yeah. with some of the some of the, 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 the guys or the gals that, that um, work with you? Yes, yeah, definitely. And, and and we try to coach them up before. I mean we, we that's one thing I'll do. I'll help with resumes, I'll help with interview skills, I'll help with interview prep, I'll do those mock interviews. Um, but that that definitely happens. And we we say all the time the best interviews are conversations. Because, Conversations. Because that's that's they want to see the real you, and that also makes you more comfortable because you're telling, you're you're, t- you're talking conversations. Another thing that we say all the time with athletes is, you're going to get this job by telling your story, not what you think they want to hear, not, you know, 
comparing yourself to somebody else, your story, your story is what makes you unique. How did you get to where you got and what did it take from you? That's the story you want to tell in an interview. And usually, I mean, some of the stories are, are fascinating. And I've had so many athletes that didn't put that they were all Americans on the resume, didn't put that they were team captains. And, you know, that's another thing that's a little different with, with interviews is, you know, we're taught all the time in sports, there's, there's no I in team. And, and, and that's true in every place but an interview. <laughs> in an interview, mm. you're talking about yourself. It's not bragging because you're telling facts. And that's what they want to hear about you, your accomplishments. And you can talk about how your accomplishments led to team success, but you need to tell about your accomplishments because they want to know that they want to see a track record of success or of hard work or whatever it is because that's what you're going to do for them. So this message is for all of my former uh, athletes, former high-level elite athletes, whether you played college ball or pro ball, doesn't matter what sport. Um, I've created a course specifically for you. I've been there in your shoes when you were lost, right? When you finish playing your sport and because you did it at such a high level, your identity gets wrapped up in it. Up into your sport, you forget or you don't even know who you are. And so it's, it's, you have to understand who you are when you enter into that new environment, this new world. And I've been through it. And if you know my story, you know how, how down in the dumps I was. And even with money and a family and all these different things in my life, I still was left unfulfilled. And so it was my, my journey of kind of finding a coach, helping me understand exactly who I was and what, what, I, what did I want to do? What did I want to share? What did I, who did I want to be in this new world? So anyway, I have created a six-week course specifically for you. And it's a virtual course, so you don't have to travel anywhere or do anything like that. It's, it's for over six weeks. There's five different training modules, and each module is released every week and we will have a discussion about each module so you get to understand you get to ask questions right like foundational questions that can help you find who you are and what principles are you going to live by there's skill building exercises there's downloadable tools there's a live q a like i said weekly zoom calls um there's uh there's, there's templates email tech support private facebook page all that um, and the modules are like weeks one and two, we lay the framework, how to master the influencers in your life, how to understand what are the influencers of your life first and then how to master them. This, uh, the next module is talking about brand creation. Great brands have great stories. You need to be able to own your story. Find out what it is. These things are very important when you're trying to start a business of your own or if you enter into that whole corporate world, that corporate environment, when you gotta do interviews, we will help you in your interview process. You have to understand you and tell a story of why you do what you do, why you are who you are. The next module, developing and leveraging your brand. All right, how to do that. 
how to do it consistently. And the last module is creating relationship roadmaps. Everybody has like these, these professional roadmaps, right? But how do you create relationship roadmaps? There's different relationships that you have in your life that can help you get to where you want to go. We will help you craft or start to build out what that looks like specifically for you. I hate having, um, you know, cliches. I hate cliches, but one in particular, like talking about follow the process. But I was told that by my coach recently, like following the process that that doesn't add up because you are different. You are different from any other person. Who and what makes you you? Your past, your past beliefs, your your faith, your your uh, your principles that you live by. All these things make up who you are. And I don't believe in that. In following the process, I believe in following a framework. This course is meant for you. For you, it gives you a framework, and then you get to fill in the different things that mean something different for you to get to where you want to be. Anyway, I'm super excited. I created this specifically for you guys. Um, if you want more details, go to my website, alexmolencoaching.com, and you can find out more information there. Okay? All right, back to the show. I love that, man. The art of storytelling. Yes. It's something that I wish I would have known back in the day. And, you know, of course, me being a speaker, I look back at, at my journey, whether it's on the field or off the field, um, and I tell these different stories. And I used to just tell stories, and that was it, mm -hmm. without connecting the dots. So I need to have to learn to dig a little bit deeper, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think for th these athletes, you know, if you're an athlete and you've done it for a long time, you're going to get injured. Yes. It's just part of the game. And I was able to look at different injuries that I've had. Like one, the biggest one, and the reason why I've had so – the reason why I played eight years in the NFL, because of this injury. And I, still, I got two screws in this knee. I tore three ligaments out of the four. But because of this, it created a relationship. Mm -hmm. It created a relationship with Jimmy James Radcliffe. Coach Rad. Who was a – world-renowned strength and conditioning coach. Mm -hmm. I got a chip because of this injury that I thought was the end of the world and tears and all that type of stuff, it created a door yeah. to open. So I had a relationship with the man, the legend, <laughs> Jim Radcliffe. I got a chance to see him, speak with him, train. He trained just me one hour a day, five days a week for seven months. Mm -hmm. And... There's no way on God's green earth I would be to have the success that I had if it wasn't for that bad thing that happened mm -hmm. or, or it perceived it was bad or sure. negative. Right, right. And your fighting back from that speaks to you. And that's how you translate it into a job or into how I'm going to be for you. If adversity hits, I'm going to find Love somebody. It that's going to help me through it, that's going to, that has more knowledge than me and I'm gonna learn from them and I'm gonna fight and work and do what it takes until I overcome it. And that's again, that's how you show how it translates to any interview, to any job you're looking for. We actually will send out a, a career, we call it our career development guide. And it asks you to, 
to write your strengths, five strengths, but tell that story. Tell that story of how you use those strengths and what the results were. Talk about your adversities. How did you overcome them? What did you do? What are your, your greatest accomplishments on and off the field? And, and how did you get there? Not just, I became captain. How did you become a captain? You did it because you earned the trust of your teammates by doing this, this, and this. By earning the trust of your coaches by doing this, this, and this. And by telling that story, you're telling the employer how you're going to be for them. Because they want you to be their captain. Or even if, you know, walk-ons. I tell walk-ons all the time because they don't put that they walked on. I say hiring managers love walk-ons. Because walk-ons had to work harder to earn everybody's trust. They had to work harder to work to, to, to earn the trust of their teammates, to earn the trust of their, their coaches. And hiring managers love that. Oh, that's so, man, that's so important right there. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's why I had you on here. It's like, man, as athletes, whether it's co collegiate or pro, there's something in us that makes us different. Like we're not the average, you're not the average right. bear, you yep. know what I'm saying, in society. You're not the average boy or girl walking, mm -hmm. walking the streets. It's like there's something in us that, 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 that is, that is different and that's powerful. We just need to be able to like, you know, how do we turn that, whatever that is, how do we name it, pull it out of us and show others? And, diff and just in another environment. I think that's so important. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And, and, and sometimes uh, it, it's, hey, you need to if, if, find out, okay, what's your end goal? Where do you want to end up? What, what, you know, my job, I want to become a CEO. I want to own my own business. Or and maybe you don't know what it is. Okay, so then what's the first step? We want to take a first step that's either going to, one, give you an idea of what you want, or two, start you on that path. 99% of people don't get their dream job, probably more than that, don't get their dream job right out of school. So what job is going to set the course for you to get there? And what are you going to learn from it? And it's usually we want it to be a tough job. You know, one that has a good culture, one that has good training, but that's tough, that might put you out of your comfort zone so that you learn from it and so that you get even stronger. You know, our, my, my boss says this all the time, do you wanna go play for a coach that's gonna make it easy on you or do you wanna go play for a coach that's gonna get you to the next level? And that's the same type of thing for a job. You wanna get that first job, you want that job to get you to the next level and you might have to get out of your comfort zone a little bit, but you're gonna learn from it and get better. Oh, I love that, man. <laughs> I love that right there. And I, I, I think, you know, I'm always looking or listening, I should say, for, for nuggets or principles. And those are one of the things that, that I coach on, that I raise my kids on, is getting them to the next level. So that means you need to, you need to struggle. Mm -hmm. Yes. You, you need to struggle because when you struggle, you can figure out, like having that adversity, having a loss, taking an L. Yeah. How do you bounce back from that? Right. Yeah, that's where we that's where we learn the most. It's from the losses. There's no question. Let's go. What so, so 
in so in, in uh, with athletes to to careers mm -hmm. like what what industries like what type of industries are are looking for those you know former athletes yeah a, a lot of them are sales because sales want very competitive people that uh, that will go out there that are good communicators that are leaders that have that strong work ethic um, you know that also want to make money because the harder you work you know there's there's when you're an athlete it really drives us crazy when you're working twice as hard as the person next to you and you're making the same amount of money <laughs> and mm. and so you know that's where sales is good because the harder you work the more money you're gonna make and, and when I say sales one that has a good base salary and then you earn commission on top of that there's and, and most companies have sales just because sales drives okay. You know that, that that brings in the money um, and then you have management trainee type jobs um, where they're teaching you to become a, a management or an operations um, so whether that's you know become a, a, a branch manager or a sales manager you know they have they have jobs that will train you to get to that level and then once you've been there a year or two then they decide okay hey I want to go sales hey I want to go operations I want to be a project manager that type of thing um, we also have some finance you know clients uh, for, for athletes that want to get into finance um, you know some marketing as well um, you know marketing jobs are a little a little tougher to get into entry level just because it's, it's a popular job and they they honestly don't pay very well to start um, mm -hmm. but once you get you're there for a long time you know there's not a lot of turnover so there's not you know uh, a, a lot of those jobs that are they're available right out of school um, but we do have some of those as well and um, and again if, if somebody wants to be a, a lawyer or a doctor and we don't have clients that, that that hire those but I know lots of former athletes in those type of roles and then that's where I connect them to those people for guidance. I, mean, I remember I sent an athlete to you that wanted to be a speaker hmm. and so yeah. you know I have a huge database of former athletes and so I, I pretty much have somebody at least a few people in almost every industry that I can connect to. Mm, that's yeah that's important. Mm -hmm. um, so when you're talking about like you know, starting a career. So there's different, like a, like a career roadmap. Like you talked about that starting, like that. I mean, get that tough job first, right? Mm -hmm. But understanding, like where you, where do you want to finish up at? What would like what lights you up? What's important, right? Mm -hmm. So I think having a career roadmap that's a professional roadmap. That's that's super important. Yeah. Can you talk to my listeners about, like, what type of roadmap should you have in terms of relationships? Relationships are huge. I mean, it's really it all comes down to relationships. It's 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 not always who you know, because but it can be for some jobs. But as you build relationships, you're going to make connections, and as you make those connections, those connections are going to lead to other connections, and you just never know who is going to help you out. Sometimes, um, whenever I talk to a candidate and I'm having them connect with former athletes, let's say I give them 10, 10 names of people that, you know, said, yeah, I'd love to talk to them. I have them promise to me that they're going to connect with all 10 because that first person 
they could offer you your dream job, let's say. So, if, But if you stop there, you have no idea what those other nine had to offer you. They could have become potential clients. They could have become potential, uh, you know, friends. You know, they could have become potential mentors. They could have become potential employers. It's so important to build those relationships. And as athletes, we're, we're pretty good at that. That's really what you're, you're, you know, being on a team, you build those relationships and, and have those relationships with your coaches too. And so it's, it's when you're in the working world, you're building relationships with your clients, with your customers, with your teammates, with your bosses. You know, connections really bind everything together. And if you're good at connections and you're good at those relationships, you're going to be good at whatever you do. No, oh, that's great, man. That's uh, yeah, that's a that's a big nugget right there. And speaking of nuggets, before I you know let you go, Jeff, let me. Um, what is like one or two like tips or tools that you can give uh, not just not just athletes, but people who are transitioning or wanting to transition into another career? You got one or two tips you can you can give us? Yeah, um, I think I would say one: be open, be open to what's out there. You don't know what you don't know. So, you know, if you if you're looking for a specific type of job, um, you know, look at different locations, look in different uh, markets that you might not think of. You know, hey, I just want to be here. You might be missing out on a lot of different opportunities and the more opportunities you have the more successful you could potentially be and so be open to other types of jobs that you might not have thought about that you don't even know are out there ask questions ask a lot of questions to get those answers for you um, I would say another one is and, and I, I preach I guess it's two more, and I preach this in Love any it. in any interview process, in anything that you're going after, is to have patience and follow-up. Follow-up is something that is huge in the business world, and I, I get a lot of athletes, when I tell them to follow up, they, they feel like they're, they're being too pushy, mm. and I let them know, Absolutely not. I can't tell you how many hiring managers I've told me that even when I'm reaching out to them, and I've reached out to them for two weeks, three weeks straight, haven't heard from them, and then on that fourth week, they'll respond back and, hey, I've been getting your messages. I appreciate you staying on top of me. I've just been so busy. And that's how it is out there. People get so busy. We get so many emails and texts and messages, and maybe you never know why they didn't respond to you. Maybe they opened it while they were on the phone and then it, they got 10 more messages while they're on the phone and then they forgot about you by the time the phone call was over. Follow up, follow up, follow up. Until you're told no, keep following up. And then if they say no, you say, hey, I, I appreciate that. Do you mind if I get back with you in a few months just to check in? And have that patience. Don't get frustrated because it's not you it's their situation as to why they're not following up. So patience and follow-up. Love that, Jeff. Jeff, how can my listeners get more of you? Um, 
I know with your you know athletes to careers, can you uh, give give that website out and you know your handles on social media? Yeah, yeah. It's it's so it's athletes to careers dot com. Athletes is plural. Two is spelled out T O. Careers is plural. So athletes to careers dot com. Um, yeah. My email is J Eberhart at athletes to careers dot com. So J my last name, E-B as in boy, E-R-H-A-R-T, at athletes2careers.com. You can email me at, at any time. Um, my social media is just my Jeff Eberhardt on, on Facebook. And on Instagram, it's Jebby A2C. So J-E-B-B-Y A2, the number A2C. Gotcha. And I'm going to have all this information in the show notes, too, but I want to make sure that, you know, if people are listening or whatnot, they can be able to, to click in. And you're on LinkedIn, right? Yes, and I'm on LinkedIn okay. under my name, absolutely. And, and feel free to reach out, even if you're not looking for a job now or what, if you have a referral or whatever, always feel free to reach out. I'm always going to answer at some point. Um, you know, follow up if I don't, but I, I will get back to you. Um, and I'm always looking forward to, to answer questions when I can and help out when I can. So, man, Jeff, thank you so much for being a guest on the Shark Effect. Thank it's you for been, having me. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. But th th this has been very informational, man. This is, um, I hope my, my listeners, um, especially you, uh, you know, former, former athletes who are stuck, they're lost trying to figure out like what's next um it's good to have people that have um you know that has developed a, a business um for you to help you get you where you want to go so thank you very much jeff my pleasure my pleasure all right you have a good one buddy thanks alex take care thanks for listening to this week's episode of the shark effect podcast if you enjoyed what you heard today Please share it with a friend, and if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at thesharkeffect.com. Thanks for listening. It's here, finally. My book, The Ultimate Playbook for High Achievement. You can get it on Amazon and the uh, paper paperback version or you can get it on kindle and who this book is an in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking tr to transition what whether you was an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever if you're looking to transition into something different this book can help you i break it down i lay down the foundation of who you want to be I have a chapter in there that breaks down and boils down leadership, which is influence. And you got to understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision making, that can help you with influencing others. And how are you influenced? I have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment and adjustment. Um, recognizing the power of your environments is a chapter developing your own procedures creating relationship roadmaps using adversity to your advantage right because we all go through tough times but how do you flip it how do you use it to power you okay and then developing your own standards so these are things that can help anybody not just not just athletes 
Now, there's some stories in there, you know, that covers topics that that resonate with athletes. But I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. Okay, so make sure check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement.